The best way to learn how to be a dad is to learn from awesome dads. Welcome to the Awesome Dad Show. Here's your host, Mark Savant. Hey, what is up and welcome to the show. Today's episode, I am talking about parenting during a pandemic. This is something that's taken basically all of us completely off guard and quite frankly, it's an extremely stressful time for most people, extremely stressful. There's a lot of unknown. We don't know where the world is going, where our job is gonna be, what the long-term impact is for our family, for our children, and for our society, and for the world, quite frankly. And I've been thinking a lot about this recently. I've had a lot of conversations with fathers, and I wanted to hop on here and talk about some of the things that have come up and some of the things that are impacting me on a personal level. I'm gonna get open, I'm gonna get real, I'm not going to be talking about what's going on in Washington or whatever. I'm going to be talking about what's happening in my house on a day-to-day basis and what I know is happening in other families' homes on a day-to-day basis. One of the problems, one of the bigger challenges, I think, that we're, we're dealing with at this time is that we kind of feel alone. We kind of feel isolated. Humans in general need to be in large groups, at least most of the time, or maybe not necessarily in large groups. We need to be around people. And by being stuck in your home all day and by having your favorite restaurant, your favorite bar, your favorite venue closed, it's really freaking tough. It's really freaking tough. So we need to find new things to do. Now, before I get into the meat and potatoes of this conversation, I do want to say that one of the the key principles of, of being an active dad is being active, is giving your kids attention, giving them love, giving that affection. Uh, but I do want to say that I don't believe that there's any one right way to parent. I've said this time and time again. There is not one right way to parent. And that's why I try to get a whole swath of different people on the show to give their experiences, to give their stories. So you might not necessarily agree with everything that I say, but let's have a conversation. And and quite frankly, you definitely want to message me if you have any questions, any concerns, any thoughts. You can find me all over the web. I'm Actadad on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I'm, I'm everywhere. So you can find Acted Out on just about any platform there is. To expand on that concept of aloneness or feeling like you're not attached, like you're not part of a community, I just want to point out and give a shout out to all the awesome men in the awesome dad group over on Facebook because that community is amazing. It's really incredible. I've built a lot of communities on different platforms, but the awesome dad group is really special to me. It it feels very real and very authentic. We've been very careful about the people that we let in and we keep in and and the vibe of the posts that are present is just we try to keep it really positive and and, and you know, parenting is not always positive. There there are some tough times, there are some challenges and tackling those topics is really important too. And I found that when you are honest, when you're open, when you kind of let your guard down, that for me is when the real growth happens. So that's what I'm going to try to do on today's episode. Right. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's show. Being a father is tough. Being a parent is tough enough as it is. We're juggling all these different hats. When you throw in a pandemic and all this unknown, all this variability, all this volatility, you don't know what's happening with your money, your job, et cetera, et cetera, your health. It adds stress. It adds a lot of freaking stress. Not to mention that all the things that you loved to do before are all closed. You can't do those anymore. You are stuck in the house. Not to mention all the things that your kids love to do are all closed and 
they are stuck in the house. And if there's one thing I've learned with having a daughter who literally just turned four yesterday and a son who's about to turn one, it's that if you keep your kids cooped up in the house all day, they are going to tear the place down. They're going to burn it down. And as a parent, obviously that adds a lot of stress because we are in a different headspace. We want things more orderly, more clean, most of us anyway. And we certainly don't want to be throwing and breaking technology. Like how many fathers out there have lost their televisions during this crisis? I'm sure that there are many that have had a a kid throw a ball at a television and break it. That would be uh, quite a yelling spat to come from that. But the reality is in that kids really need routine. They thrive off routine, a consistent, this is when you wake up. This is when you go to school. This is the activity we're doing for the day. This is when dinner happens and so on and so forth. They, they really thrive off routine. Quite frankly, I think that adults, I think human beings in general can thrive off routine. Yako Willink has this comment, discipline equals freedom. So if you can come up with a routine and you're disciplined enough to stick to it, it's immensely, immensely powerful. That said, I, I'm sorry, Yako, I can't do the uh, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. wake-ups. It's just not who I am as a human, but mad props to anyone who can. The reality is that we're trying to parent during a pandemic and our whole routine is thrown off. So one of the things that we've really tried to focus on, my wife and I, is try some semblance of routine. We try to stick to, okay, this is when we're going to go to sleep. This is when I wake up. This is about when lunchtime happens, when dinner time happens. And we try to keep that routine. I think one of the problems, though, that we're running into is that the routine is so strict and we don't have any other variability in the routine that it makes it it's just not fun. Like, where's the fun? You know, like there's only so many games of operation that I can play. There's only so many games of hungry hippos that I can play. I, I can only play with dolls for so long. So I'm tearing my head out. I, I want to go somewhere. I want to go to the beach or go to the zoo. I'm an active dad, bro. I'm an active dad, baby. You can't keep me cooped up in the house all day forever. It's just not going to work. I'm not going to be happy. I'm not going to be healthy. Kids are going to suffer. My wife's going to suffer. My work is going to suffer. Everything's going to suffer. So that's that's been really, really difficult. But one of the things that I've, I've really tried to focus on is trying to get into some semblance of routine. But again, during normal circumstances, the routine has some variability to it in that we have different activities going on. And I, I just cannot wait to get that back. You know, one of the other things that is really hitting people hard right now is work and job and job security. Like it's just, it's just immensely scary to me how many tens of millions of people are out of work, right? Everything's closed. And I don't want to go off onto an economic discussion too much, but we really don't know how bad this thing's going to get. You can't just displace 10% of the American 10 to 20% of the American or world workforce and just expect there to be no trickle down butterfly effects. Like, The reality is that you're putting all these people out of work. They're going to stop paying their bills who are going to result in landlords and not being able to pay their bills. It's going to result in banks not being able to pay their bills. And like, I I know that, you know, the government can just print money forever and there's no implications to that. Like hyperinflation isn't really a thing and the value of government bonds and and whatnot is not really relevant. But look, you put all these people out of work, it's going to be tough. Now, I'm very blessed in that the industry that I work in primarily in the insurance and financial services industry, I'm solid. I'm good. I've I've got a job for now. We have a large clientele. So I, I'm stable 
right? And I feel extremely, extremely blessed to be in that situation. But that brings me to the second part of this is, is that I'm not, I'm not going into the office. We're not seeing clients. We are working from home. I've got basically my entire staff working from home now. And I'll tell you what, working from home is challenging. Now, I've been working from home uh, with a greater degree of consistency, even leading up to the pandemic. The main difference, though, is that everything was still open. So my wife would take the kids out on different play dates, to dance class, to soccer, to what have you. But now all that's done. So my kids are in the house literally all day. And they, they know I'm home. My daughter knows I'm upstairs. She knows that I'm upstairs and I'm quote unquote working. And I'll tell you what, there have been a number of times, man. The other day, oh man, this was hard. I'm up in my office. I'm working. I'm calling clients. I'm answering emails. I'm, you know, normal work stuff. And my daughter, she comes into the room and she just, daddy, daddy, play with me. Daddy, play with me. Daddy, play with me. And I think myself like, I can't play right now. I've, I've got to work. I've got to put food on the table. I've got to pay the bills. Daddy, daddy, play with me. You know, she's four. She doesn't understand that. All she knows is that her dad's here. She loves her dad. She wants to play with her dad. But she can't. She can't because dad needs to work. Now, under normal circumstances, it's not a problem because she can go out and play and my wife can keep her occupied. But when she's stuck in the house for eight, nine, you know, all literally all day, it doesn't work out. And it just, it broke my heart to have to put her out of the room while she's kicking and crying and laying on the ground, writhing, close the door and lock it. Like, I, I got to question myself. I'm like, what are we doing here? What kind of a parent am I where all my kid wants is my love and attention? That's all she wants. But I'm just going to kick her to the curb. I was speaking to Larry Hagner at the Dad 2.0 conference back in February, right before this whole thing just got out of control. And he had mentioned, I just love this line, that 80% of your one-on-one time with your kid happens before age 12. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, as I push her out of the room, this is part of that 80%. And I'm, I'm wasting, I'm botching this opportunity. Not to mention that my kid's going to grow up with this feeling that dad doesn't really love her or that men can push her away or, you know, and maybe this, maybe this is or isn't true, but these are the fears. Are you with me here? Do you feel this kind of fear? Do you feel this sort of angst when you push your child away because you need to focus on work? I need to focus on me. Feels like crap, man. And it really, it really bothers me. Again, there, there is no one right way to parent, but I think these are the types of things that you should be thinking about things that I think about when it gets really bad like that. I end up just saying, okay, I'm going to step away from my computer for 10 minutes. I say, okay, I can play one game. You got 10 minutes of time. Let's knock it out. Another awesome dad from the act dad community, uh, Ben Colloy had mentioned, Hey, every morning slot aside 15 minutes and those 15 minutes are for her. Anything she wants to do 15 minutes before I turn on the computer, before I do anything, Adeline, you got 15 minutes with me. Let's, do whatever you want to do. And I thought that was a good piece of advice, but the, the problem that I've run into is that that 15 minutes turns into 20, turns into 30, it just never ends. She just wants more and more time. All she wants to do is play with dad. And I feel very blessed. I feel very honored to be in that position, but it's tough as a father to wear all the hats. So that, that for me has just been a real struggle. The next thing I want to talk about is screen time. Before I get into that, I would just ask you, please, if you're gaining value, if you appreciate 
the Act Dad program, please, I would very much appreciate it if you take two minutes, you go to iTunes and you subscribe and leave a review. Please leave a review. It takes you about two minutes. And this is hugely, hugely important to, to me and to Act Dad. I spend an immense amount of time. So just head over to iTunes, leave that review. This helps us to reach more and more fathers. Let me know what I'm doing right. Let me know what you like because quite frankly, I do this because of the community. I do this because I want to provide value. So tell me what you like about the show so I can lean into that. Thank you so much. So let's talk about screen time. I am not a huge believer in letting my kids play video games, putting them in front of tablets, put them in front of the TV. Now, look, listen, we've got a TV. She's got a tablet. She's got her ABC mouse on there. And quite frankly, ABC mouse is great. I, I actually really, really love that program. Do I think you should let your kid be on ABC Mouse for five, six hours a day? Probably not. But I think it's, it's, I'll be honest, it has really helped my child's development. So props to ABC Mouse for the program that they've got there. It's just, it's, it's really great and pretty affordable. I think it was like 60 bucks a year or something to get her signed up. So I was pretty, pretty happy with that. But anyway, our screen time is way up, way, way up. <laughs> the reality is that, I don't know exactly, quite frankly, I don't know why it plays out this way, but when you're stuck at home all day, like, you, you, there's only so many games you can play. There's only so much coloring that you can do before you just got to turn on the TV. Like I said, I'm working. I'm working. And my wife, it's not like she's not doing anything. She's got a one-year-old to take care of. She's got dishes to take care of. Like, there's a lot of responsibilities. And the TV is just immensely powerful at capturing your child's attention. And so screen time is up probably like 2000%. I, I brought this up to the awesome dad group and I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people out there that are using the television way more frequently. And to me, that's kind of a scary thing because I think that there's a lot of attention issues that come up with the television. And quite frankly, when I put the TV on, it's like she just it's like she goes somewhere else. Her brain is not here. She's not there. You try to talk to her and it's just not happening. So I'm, I'm very concerned not only for the short term, but for the long term. Um, I try to select shows. They're not just like garbage time. They'd actually have some sort of learning involved or maybe some sort of motion. There's a YouTube channel. I can't recall the name offhand, but it's basically yoga for kids. And she seems to get a kick out of that. Like I said, the ABC mouse on the tablet has been a great program with a lot of learning and in and, and money. Uh, one of the things I really like about ABC Mouse is that it teaches money management from very early age. Like you want to buy a second hamster for your cage, you need to save enough tickets. Oh, you want to buy those shoes or that dress or whatever? You you gotta you gotta earn tickets and and I think that that's a really I think that's a really important thing to teach our children is how to manage their money. Um the, the amount of people that don't know how to manage their money is is staggering and I think that that those types of concepts, along with shapes and numbers and counting, is uh, spelling is is very powerful. It's very important. Uh, but screen time is way up. That's the bottom line. Screen time is way up. I don't feel great about it, but I kind of realize that it, it just is what it is. You know, it just is what it is, and and that kind of segues me kind of into my second uh, point here about long-term concerns is the socialization. I mean, one of the most important things that parents do is to make sure that their kids are socialized and sociable and understand how to interact with other people, other human beings. Like 
I mean, like, look, that's one of the most important things that we can do as, as parents and as humans is know how to interact with other humans. I Quite frankly, I wish I would have understood this at a younger age that your relationships with other human beings are likely the most important thing that you will have. It's the the most important asset is the people you know and the people you have good relationships with. It's it is immensely powerful and I'm I'm so worried, I'm so concerned that because our kids are being alienated from other children not to mention family members because they're being alienated and they're they're missing out on these critical critical social development skills. How long can we go on like this? How long can we go on without taking our kids to the playground to play with other children? It's 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 one of the most important aspects of childhood. I, I, it's just it it really it really concerns me. My my daughter just turned four uh, a couple days ago in early May, and you know we had a, a great birthday party planned, but we realized pretty soon in March that that birthday party wasn't going to happen because we couldn't have you know, 30 or 50 people in a area to celebrate. So I got to give props to my wife. She's great. And she organized this big drive-by. So there were uh, about a dozen motorcycles and a bunch of her friends stopped by. But again, nobody got out of their car. They just drove by with their car. They dro- they dropped a present off. They had little signs. They were waving. And it, it was actually really, really special. It was really, really great. I, if, if not yet, there very soon is going to be a video posted uh, just kind of celebrating all this on, all over the web, but gosh, it was it was really cool to see that. But at the same time, I'm just it, it kind of hurt my heart to know that my daughter just couldn't play with her good friends. She she couldn't, and that kind of hurt me. Now, like she <laughs> didn't seem to care too much because she had a huge stack of gifts. But nevertheless, I think that 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 lack of socialization is extremely concerning to me. I'm not a a psychologist or a therapist or I'm not a medic I'm not in the medical profession but I would not be surprised if there are some long-term effects that we are not going to feel for many many years many many generations with with these kids growing up in front of screens unable to socialize with other human beings it's it's a huge concern of mine so I really hope that we can get to a place where families feel comfortable bringing their kids together because the, the the kids really really need it. not to mention the parents like how many times can you have the your kid ask you why is that why is that why is that? like sometimes you just need to speak to an adult you know that's one of the things i feel i'm concerned about for my wife because you know the majority of the day i'm actually speaking to adults because i'm i'm working i'm communicating via the podcast or via my insurance business but my wife is speaking to a 4 year old all day every day and that wears you down. It wears you down. No matter how much you love your kid, that is going to wear you down, period. End of story. So I'm concerned about that. The other thing that's just really brutal to watch is interaction with family. Like, you know, are you going to let your kids hug your their grandparents? Why or why not? Does it depend on the job that they do? Like, I, the last thing I want to do is have my kid pass on this deadly virus to my parents or to my in-laws, you know, they, so there, there's just a lot that plays out for, at least for a while, we're starting to kind of tone it down a little bit now, but for a while, we're just like, no hugging, no kissing, let's kind of, you know, let's, let's, let's keep it back. We don't, we don't want to be the, the, 
we don't want to be a part of the spread of this virus, but I'm kind of at the point now where I'm like, like, when does it end? When, when does this stop? Because, you know, if, if you're going to tell me that for a couple months, everyone's going to shut it down, we're going to stop the spread, we're going to kill this thing, and then we're going to get back to some sense of new normalcy, I'd be like, okay. But now we're like eight weeks in, and it, at least to me, I don't see any realistic solution. There's no vaccine. There's no like secret cure. So when do you get to the point where your kids are able to hug their parents and their family and their friends? Like, how do we get there? Because it's, it is absolutely brutal to watch your kid see things that are healthy and good and positive for them and say, no, you can't do that. But here's a plan B. We're going to put you in front of a television screen all day instead. That's good for you. I think it's a really dangerous message that we're sending to kids and these, especially for me with really young ones in these formulative years. It's very, very concerning to me. Um, and I don't have the answer to it by any means, but we, 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 I'm getting to the point now where I'm just like, forget it. You know, we, we just, we, we, we're, we're losing so much of this crucial socialization and, um, yeah, I, I just don't have a ton more to say about it, but it's something that's been happening in my personal life here. It's been really concerning. I, let me know, you know, what do you think about all this? Head over to Act a Dad, the Awesome Dad Group, and let's let's start a conversation. I would definitely like to hear from you and your thoughts, right? Head over to YouTube and watch some videos. You know, like, like I'm 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 gonna find all these different ways to communicate with you, or again, go to the iTunes store and leave a review and, and let's let's talk because it's just really concerning it. It's really bothering me. So the, the final part of today's show I want to talk about that's really impacted me and my family on a personal level is frustration and arguments. It seems like they're coming more frequently and with greater volatility because we're just cooped up. You know, like I said at the beginning of the, the show here, you can't take an act to dad and say, all the things that you love and all the things that you enjoy and all the things that you want to do that are good for you and good for your family, you can't do any of that anymore. You can't do any of that anymore. You got to stay inside all day doing the same thing. It's like, and the stress level, it just, it just rises. And it really puts a strain on, on all your relationships. You know, this one of the reasons I started acting at is because, quite frankly, I, I wasn't happy. I was not satisfied. I was just not challenging myself. I wasn't learning. And I feel I, I sometimes have that same sense of feeling that I'm not fulfilled because I'm not doing these things that I love to do. I'm not spending that qual that real quality time with my family that I really enjoy. Like now it's just like, you know, what are we gonna do? Well, we've done everything I just wish to watch a movie, and it's causing a ton of stress. And you're going to see this all over the place, depression, divorce rates and all that. I mean, like, I don't know how it's all going to play out, but I'm, you know, very committed to my family and to making this, this life work and to keep up, to be the positive light in the home. But it's hard. It's hard, you know, and, and I think, frankly, I know that a lot of men and a lot of fathers out there feel the same way. A lot of mothers too. A lot of people feel the same way. They feel stressed, right? You're in the same home with the same people all day, every day, have the same conversations, you're not getting out of just things are gonna happen. And 
I would just encourage you and implore you to take a step back if you find yourself going into that red zone, if you find yourself getting ready to yell or to say something that you don't mean, just take a step back, take five deep breaths and just think about what, what, what's actually happening. Like, is this the way that you really feel or is this the quarantine sickness that's getting you, right? Is this, is this because you've been stuck inside for X amount of days with no break and it's manifesting itself in uh, negative ways, uh, that's, that would be my message to you. And that's something that I've really looked at because there have definitely been things that I've said or, or, or maybe not even said, but things that just make me more annoyed more easily that I used to just, it just roll off me and I didn't, they didn't bother me. But now they make me more upset, more frustrated. And I'm not going to blame anyone, but you got to take a step back and you got to recognize that this is not permanent. This is only a season. Things will get better, but we got to hold it together. We got to hold it together. And and again, if you are not already a member, I would implore you and encourage you to go to Facebook and join the awesome dad group because it is really great to have a band of brothers behind you and beside you that are helping to prop you up. It's, It's just a really positive thing. Look, thank you so much for joining me here on the Awesome Dad Show. There are more great interviews coming. I did want to have this kind of intimate conversation about parenting during the pandemic because there's been a lot of issues that have been impacting me personally and a lot of the fathers and men that I speak with. So I wanted to address some of the more common issues and my thoughts here on the Awesome Dad Show. Thank you so much for joining me. If you are getting value, again, please head over to iTunes, leave a review, and I would also encourage you, show some love to the show this this production, um, it does take quite a bit to get it going. So head over to patreon.com slash actadad and join a tier. Support the show, whether it's $1, $5 a month, $10 a month, whatever you can afford, whatever you're comfortable with, it means a lot. Even if it's just $1 a month, it really means something. It really means a lot. So I very much appreciate your support. With that said, have an awesome day. Have a great week. Keep things in perspective and do your best. Catch you next time. Peace.